Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious or just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Please hold for an important message. Hey, Maggie, what you got in your hand? Oh, I have an Unstable Topics sticker. How do I get one of those? Well, we ordered these to share with all of our friends who are following along the podcast. So you can just shoot us an email with a screenshot of you following Unstable Topics on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and we will send you a sticker in the mail. Stop it, snail mail? Snail mail with a sticker. Can you believe it? For free. I love this so much. So I'm going to go right now and subscribe to our podcast, and I'm also going to give us a review. Oh my gosh, Sarah, if you give a review and send us a picture of that review, we will write you a review of your review and include it in a handwritten letter with the sticker in the snail mail. This is fantastic. This might be the deal of the century. End of message. Your episode of Unstable Topics will be starting in 3, 2, 1, fight. Hey, bestie. Hey, Bester. Um, so I know you've noticed this, and I've noticed this. Our Instagram for Unstable Topics, at Unstable Topics, has a glitch where it shows us that we have two messages every day. Every day it shows us we have two messages. And every day I wake up, I look at it, and I say, oh, people are messaging us. And then you know what? It's nothing there. Nothing there. Every time I open my Instagram and I see the little like red icon on the bottom where your profile is, they're like, oh, I have a new notification. And it's the same two notifications for unstable topics Instagram. I have sent in help requests. I have <laughs> uninstalled and reinstalled Instagram twice. I've turned off my phone. And who turns off their phone these days and returned it on? Like I have done. Everything. I went through like hidden messages. I tried to see if there's something like connected, like in the metasphere, like if there's chat somewhere, but we don't have a Facebook page for Unstable Topic. No, it's just a, a glitch. The fact that you turned off your phone and turned it back on, I think speaks to the crisis. Yes. That is these two ghost chats. It's driving me nuts. Yes. As someone who likes to things put away, uh, things checked off a list, everything in their place. This is literally, and I hate using that word, but it's literally driving me bonkers. And it's, yeah. and it's like, it's like, you know what it is? It's like that scratch you can't itch. Exactly. And I'm like, get, get it, get it off. When you open up Instagram, it goes away temporarily, right? Like you go and you look and it's like, there's no message. You're like, okay, it's gone. And then you go about your day, come back. And there it is again, just standing there looking at you. 
Well, when you're in unstable topics as a user, like if you're using Instagram as unstable topics, the notification is not there. But the minute you flip out to like one of your other profiles, Mm -hmm. it comes back. I think the only solution, uh, because I thought a lot about this, is for everyone to follow unstable topics on Instagram and uh, DM us and engage with our content. Like, I think that's the only solution that I can think of. I don't know. Do you have another solution? No, I think everyone just needs to message us on Instagram through unstable topics. Yeah. 100%. And like, like everything and follow and just like, be like, this is so great. Wow, you guys are so funny. You know, like just kind of comment things like that. And I think that's Mm -hmm. how it goes away. I don't know. I just, that's what Google said. So. Or we can just, we can just delete it. No, I need to have eight <laughs> Instagram accounts at all times. You have eight? Oh, yeah. I have so many. During COVID, I was like making Instagram accounts for everything. I was like, this is it. That's peak Maggie. If you want to understand Maggie, ask about her Instagram accounts because you will get a great insight to who you are as a person, I think. I just took off my profile. I made the one momedy comedy because I thought that would be a fun thing to do. It's just mom comedy. I have never posted on it, but I have that handle. I would like you quickly for our listeners to go through all the Instagram handles you have that you feel comfortable sharing. Okay. Um, At Maggie Reith, R-I-E-T-H, but that's private. So you only get to see that if you're my friend. Um, At The Monthly Junk, public. Uh, public display of my friendship with Sarah uh, at unstable topics is this what you're listening to with the glitch that everyone needs to go follow right now um, I have MJ art and doodles which has been dormant for about two years but there's some some cute drawings on there uh, Momity comedy which is nothing's there threes podcast which was something Kyle and I were gonna do but then we could never kind of figure out when to record uh so i was like i'm moving on to unstable topics uh and then mama prose where briefly i wrote uh poetry and what else um well there's one other i have another ghost one that i did just for a job application i'll peep this content but that one i think is private as well if not deleted how many was that that was a lot it's like four or five. And those aren't the ones like business ones either that you help with. It's a lot. I have to like delete them all. You can't have that many. Instagram won't let you. Do you think that's why we have those two ghost messages? Yeah, maybe Instagram keeps messaging to be like, get off get rid of this it. application. You don't have content. <laughs> well, speaking of content, Sarah, are you ready for your fact? I am willing and ready. Norman Greenbaum wrote the 1969 hit song Spirit in the Sky in just 15 minutes and has lived solely off royalties from that chart topper ever since. So I don't know what Spirit in the Sky is. I don't know that song. Can you sing it? I'll sing it. Yeah. Yeah. Lord, send me up to the spirit in the sky. In the sky. Where I'm going to go when I die. When When I I die. Yeah, I know it's now. When I lay yeah. me down to die, going up down to, to the, the spirit, spirit in the sky. sky. Yeah, no, somehow I know it now after you sing it. Yeah. Did we harmonize there? I think, obviously. Why wouldn't we have harmonized? We totally <laughs> harmonized. He lives solely off of that one song, Worldies. I mean, that's what the internet says. I think technically he had another hit. Um, and by hit, I mean, I've never heard of this song. It's called Canned Ham. Have you ever heard that song? No, but I definitely want to hear that song. Canned Ham. I know. I, I, 
I haven't even listened to it. Um, I can only assume it goes like, when you are a canned ham, canned ham, and you're gonna stay in a jam, in a jam. Do you think it was a spam spam jingle? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's his other chart topper was just a jingle for spam. Yeah, I recently saw a commercial about spam and it was like, don't knock it till you try it. It looked good though. They were like cutting up the spam, putting it in a little pan, searing it. I was Mm -hmm. like, I kind of want spam. I saw the exact same commercial and I had the exact same thought. And then I'm like, no, this is meat compacted in a can. This is, this isn't good for my body, you know? And I'm talking about taste at that point. I bet it tastes just fine. I bet it's real salty and like when you sear it, I bet it tastes real good because it's got a little crunch on the outside. Mm -hmm. Like ham. Yeah. I guess it's just a ham in a can. Just ham in a can. Canned ham. Canned ham. What would that jingle sound like? I think I going to be a canned ham. Canned ham. That's where I'm going to go if I'm spam. If If I'm I'm spam. spam. When I lay me down to eat, going down from my head to my feet. Canned ham. Yeah. You can um, send us our royalty royalty checks at the uh, monthly junk or at Unstable Topic. Both are accepted. That's actually my react question for you, which I think I'm going to go right into. Are you ready to react? Mm -hmm. Okay. So Norman Greenbaum did one great thing and basically was able to retire, but also he didn't really work again. So if you had a choice to be known for one really great thing or lots of kind of good things, which would you pick? Oh gosh. So I think we're kind of living in the lots of good thing era right now, you and I. I mean, we just talked about all your Instagram handles. <laughs> you know, we're we're doing a lot of good things. Like we have, a, but you know, asterisk on good. I think we do a lot of great things. We just haven't gotten paid for <laughs> any of the great things, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, so if I had a wish for you and I, if I had a wish and we had a Alan, this situation, I would love for us to like get one big hit you and I and get that mailbox money, you know, just get check after check after check. So we can keep doing our good things all the time, you know, so we can have six, seven, eight, nine Instagram handles and not have to worry about posting content to those ever. Because we're getting that mailbox money from the one good thing that we did. But what if the one good thing or the one great thing is that canned ham jingle that we just did? 100%. Okay with that. 100%. If I, yeah. could, if I can make millions, and this is a callback from one of our previous episodes, if I'm making swimming pool money, if I'm making mm-hmm. deep swimming pool money from a canned ham spam jingle, I, I'm sleeping well at night. I'm okay with that. But people, we walk in on the street and people are like, it's the canned ham girls. And you know what I would say? Canned ham. And I would wear merch and I would be like, yes, I am that person. I would sign autographs. I would, I would enjoy it because you know what? Not everyone gets that. I would love to go that. to Comic-Con and yes! canned ham girl. I was thinking the exact same thing. Sign us I up think for I would, I agree. At first I was thinking I'd like to be like known for kind of like kind of good at lots of things but now I'm like no I'm putting all my eggs in the canned ham basket if you thought there could only be one game about celebrities named Jack in a 15 minute weekly podcast you'd be wrong you 
Jack. But you are right about one thing. Only one Jack can reign supreme in this next game, the Jack-Off. Okay, Maggie. In this corner, we have Jack Osborne, son of heavy metal singer Ozzy Osborne. He started on MTV's reality series, The Osbournes, and has since appeared in several other reality TV shows, such as Jack Osborne, Adrenaline Junkie, and History Channel's reality series, Ozzy and Jack's World Detour. In the other corner, Jax Taylor, an American television personality, model, and actor. His major claim to fame was his time on the Bravo reality television series, Vanderpump Rules, and his spinoff series, Vanderpump Rules, Jax and Brittany Take Kentucky, until allegedly being fired in December of 2020. The question, if these Jax were both up for the role of Jack Donahue in a 30 Rock remake, who would get the part? Um, Jack Donahue is very Jax Taylor to me because he's just like talks fast, says whatever comes to his mind, and uh, egomaniac kind of just like, here we go, right? Um, Jack Osborne, I remember watching the Osbournes. I really liked it. It was one of those, it was that era of reality TV where VH1 just had lots of, cele- it was really ahead of its time. It, yes. It was on MTV from 2002 to 2005. And I am it with you. It was good though. I watched it. I really liked Loved it. I was it. like, I like this family. They're cool. They cuss, but they love each other. It was really like my precursor to Kardashians, which I won't get into. I won't get into it because I know. You're not keeping up. So, but I don't remember Jack Osborne being, I didn't watch the other spinoffs. I had actually never heard of them. I love that the History Channel has a spinoff with the Osbournes. Um, but I I didn't see him being like Jack Donahue. Like I didn't see him being head of a big television network, you know? So I'm going Jax Taylor on this one. What do you think? You know, I after thinking it through, I think Jax Taylor and sidebar, Jax is close to Jack. He his name is actually not Jax Taylor. He started he changed his name to Jack and then started going by Jax. Oh, I didn't realize there was a Jack in between. Yes, here's a Jack in between. In my very extensive research I did on this question, I learned that he was his real name, then Jack, then Jax. What Jason is his real name, right? Jason Couchy. Yes. But yeah, I do think he is the closest in real life to da- Jack Donahue, which, you know, here's the thing, though. He doesn't have the swagger, I think, that Jack Donahue has. But if you're going to remake it anyways, with that, he's less swagger-esque. Because yeah. I think Jack Osborne has swagger. Interesting. But he's also a little bit more rock and roll. I know? just, yeah, he is, he is technically like rock and roll in his blood. But he kind of looks like yes. he just plays video games. At least he did originally in 2002. He has since really? leveled up. He has leveled up. Yes. Oh. Yes. Do you want to go- Google okay. him right now? Well, excuse me. Oh. Yeah. He leveled up. Oh, yeah. A little. He's wearing a suit in all the images that pop up. Oh. Still going Jax Taylor. Ding, ding, ding. Looks like we have a Jack-off winner. Congratulations to Jack on his victory. Sarah, are you ready for your fact? Always. Ants, those tiny little bugs crawling around your picnic, 
have a worldwide population of approximately 100 trillion. If you combined the weight of all the ants on Earth, they would weigh more than the combined weight of all 8 billion people on our planet. Gross. Gross. Here's the thing. One ant, is that the end of your fact? Yes, that is. Thank God. Because here's the thing. One ant is fine. But where there's one ant, there's two ants. And where there's two ants, there's 10 ants. And I hate ants. I hate them. They freak me out. They give me the heebie-jeebies. Even if they're the, the like the, oh, it's just a black little sugar ant. I don't care. There's going to be a swarm of them in no time. And I, I, I can't. I, hate, I didn't I know ants. this about you. Them. I didn't know that I was coming up with a fact that was really terrifying for you. You triggered me. You triggered me, Maggie. Ants I hate. I don't know what it is. Again, like there's red ants that are terrible and you get bit and it's awful experience. That is reason alone to hate ants. But just seeing them swarm, like you know how some kids have those ant farms? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. With their like, I think what part of the weird thing about ants is they're like very distinct three parts to their body. <laughs> like that's that's off-putting to me. It's like a snowman with creepy legs. Yes. You know? Yeah. And again, if it was just a single ant, I could even do two ants. But when you get But there's never there's just never two. just two. There's never just there's two. actually ten trillion a hundred trillion. Ooh, ugh. I hate them. Did you ever see the movie Ants? Um I watched it and I remember thinking it was a terrible movie, not because of my ant hatred. But because it just wasn't a good movie. What about Bugs Life? That was with Jerry Seinfeld, didn't he? Vo the bee. I don't know. That was the that was the bee. But then there's Bugs Life, which was so. But a Bugs Life and Ants came out, I think, the same summer, and they're both about ant colonies. Okay. Then I one of them I've watched, and one of them I thought it was a terrible film, and it was about an insect. I I. I disdain. Like I do not like. So you're not gonna watch both of them no. for a side by side comparison. Why would I do that? Let's it see. might change. It might change your view of ants. Do you know ants? You know. Do you know ants though are the strongest creature? Yeah. I learned that it wasn't Sesame Street. Which other show was I watching? Were they? Was it Nature Cat? I think it was Nature Cat. <laughs> I was watching with Walter, and they had this challenge. All the animals in the forest had to see if they could lift this thing that was X amount of pounds. And the ant was the only one that could lift something like three times its weight. Something ridiculous. It was a leaf. But still, <laughs> it was like three, three times its weight. Can you imagine what 100 trillion ants could lift if they all band together? Three times 100 trillion ant weight? That's a lot. When I see a... 300 trillion ants in my head i see them like climbing on top of each other forming a person like a monster and like it swings its arms out and can like gobble up things and when it because ants like take little teeny tiny little bites out of stuff yeah right mm -hmm. so it like takes something whole and then just take little teeny tiny bites out of the whole thing very quickly because it's three trillion ants and it would just march over the world until someone pulled a can of raid out you know at least we know like what their kryptonite is that is for sure nightmare fuel and i've never thought of ants that way but now i will never look at them again that way do you do you like ants are you pro ant i've never i mean i've never imagined them standing on top of each other forming a humongous monster beast walking around the world so i haven't been terrified of them but i don't like i don't want to see ants but i'm never like 
ah, you know, I'm just kind of like, oh man, smoosh it. Okay, well, this was eye-opening, but I have another question for you. Are you ready to react? Ugh, I guess if it's about ants. Kind of. So ants weigh more than people when you add them all together. What is something small that alone is cute, but if you saw a hundred trillion of them would be terrifying? Anything. Anything. You give me one thing that's cute, you put a hundred trillion of them together and it's automatically terrifying. Challenge me on it. Name something and then we'll think about a hundred trillion of them and it's terrifying. Okay. Um, puppies. Terrifying. <laughs> hundred trillion golden retrievers sitting in front of you, like staring at you. Like even five puppies is fine. I would go up to five, but then you get more than that and you're there in a pack. They're at a pack now. And remember, a puppy was once a wolf. That's true. That's true. Okay. Um, what about like erasers shaped like ice cream cones or like, you know, like little, you know, those cute little erasers that are like rainbows, ice cream cones, <gasps> smiley faces. A hun- and you're talking three trillion? No, a hundred, a hundred trillion. <laughs> Oh, that changes things. That changes things. You we passed the threshold of trillion. You know, now I went from terrorizing to like, oh, now it's cute again. I think it's like around five trillion. It transitions from terrifying to oh, we're back to cute again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it's it's a hundred trillion erasers. That's adorable though. Three terrifying. <laughs> I take it all back. It's adorable. Is there anything with you? Like, is there when you when you were thinking of this question, was there something that came to your mind? You're like, oh, this thing is cute to me. But if I were to do a hundred trillion of them, remember, mm-hmm. hundred, it becomes terrifying. Sarah, I have to be honest. When I come up with these reaction questions, I don't think about them at all. <laughs> I don't think about them at all. I write. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write this, and I have no idea what I would say. I want to hear what Sarah has to say. <laughs> But I don't, I write it and forget it. It's the opposite of the rule of like, say it, forget it, write it, regret it. I'm like, say it, forget it, write it, also forget it. Put that on a t-shirt, you know? But not a hundred million of them because that would be terrifying. Trillion? God dang it, Maggie. Then it's cute again. Then it's cute again. Thank you so much for joining us. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love a review, subscribe, or for you to share this with a friend you think would like it. Or all three of those things. You can do all three and make our day and help us grow. If longer than three minute podcast is too much for you, you can always catch an abbreviated version of our show over on Jam by texting unstable topics to 552266. And you can catch more of our antics on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok under the username The Monthly Junk or at themonthlyjunk.com. Bye. Peace. Peace.